0: Welcome to Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host Abigail, thank you for joining me today. On today's podcast, I will discuss the phenomenon in, did I say the, I meant, uh, fine. (laughs) My bad, a phenomenon in the music industry. We see so often women change their appearance and aesthetic as they enter a new era in their music. So let's take a dive in specific eras for the fun of it. so before we get into the nitty-gritty i thought it would be fun to mention different well-known eras for women in music so era ariana ariana grande had a sweetener era um she switched from a brown high ponytail to a blonde low ponytail which probably makes no sense right now but just so you know, right now I'm just saying different eras, but I'll get into the relevance of these eras a little bit later. Next up, Lady Gaga. She went for a softer aesthetic during her Joanne era. Then we got Beyonce, who did the absolute opposite when it came to her lemonade era. She went for a more. Not soft. I don't know what the word is. I want to say like hardcore. Not hardcore. She went for a bit more of a punch. Like a. Um the album you know i'll just get into it later and then we have taylor swift who had i mean she's known for many eras let's be honest but her most known one is her reputation era which used a lot of dark colors and snake imagery and that will make more sense a little later so just stay tuned During Sweetener era, there were some significant changes made to her appearance and her album covers. Like I mentioned, her iconic ponytail went from long and brown to short and blonde. Also, her covers, her album covers, went from black and white to color. She introduced color, even though it was light colors. They're still pretty significant. I believe that she was trying to make a statement on her ability to appear more mature. She came into the industry at such a young age, and as a person, you grow and change. And that's the same thing with artists, it's like they're, they're growing and changing and also their art changes in a direct correlation with their life. So the hair and the album covers wasn't just for the aesthetic and the rele- and relevance, it was a statement of maturity and coming of age. Also, the use of the light kind of bright pastel colors is a way of bringing light to her situation. Being an artist comes with being in the public eye and everyone has a narrative on your personal life. She was bringing light to her situation, sweetening it up, and clarifying what was really going on through the use of music. Um, The next era I want to talk about is Lady Gaga's Joanne era. So the album was inspired by Gaga's late aunt Joanne. So the visualization on the the album cover and the aesthetic Gaga embodied during this era was to embody her aunt and also American themes. Also. This album was Gaga's way of looking at the American society and tying it to her own personal life. Gaga embodied freedom, an American theme, not just in her aesthetic, but in her stylistic choices. Um, she dabbled in some country and 80s rock. Those are, um, those are musical genres that are very much uh, tied to the US. 80s rock also is tied to Britain. But um, these are genres that Gaga is not generally associated with, and she showcased another side of her artistry as well. Um, Also an era that I find very, very interesting is Beyonce's Lemonade era. One of the most iconic aspects of this era is the Lemonade braids Beyonce wore on the album cover. This is symbolic since a lot of the themes and the storylines in Lemonade have to do with the Black experience. A vital part of the Black experience is tied with our hair. Another cool thing about this era is that the album came with a visual album, Um, and I think that's really, really cool, and I'll get back into that later, but I want to, before I talk about the visual album, I just wanted to talk about the fact that Beyoncé used a lot of harsh tones to represent her anger, grief, fear, reconciliation, and reintegration, and later on, she starts using a bit of brighter tones to represent forgiveness and seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So I mentioned that this album came with visual album. And honestly, I think that the visual album helped aid the storyline and narration of the album. Often when an artist releases a body of work, it's left up to us to make our own interpretation. When an artist releases a visual album, they tell their audience what it is they are really trying to portray in their music. And I gotta say, the visual album is, I think it's pretty cool. And it's definitely worth a watch um and then next up we have tay taylor um so this era is an interesting era she's mm, there's a lot going on in this era i think the reason why um she shocked the world like not just i don't want to say the world the music world she shocked the music world of this era because it was such a contrast to the version of T- taylor swift that we know uh, she's been known for having that good girl image and out of nowhere she ditched it like ditched it this is literally the opposite of what gaga did with her joe ann era um taylor embodied a version of herself that the media had created in um her reputation era and additionally um there's another theme that was in the reputation era which is snakes and honestly like some people may see it as like oh she's trying to make a certain statement no here's why the snakes came in there's a backstory and i'm only gonna give a, a one-liner summary not really one-liner but like very few lines. i'm not even really giving a summary if you really want to know what the story is you can search that up on your own it starts with kanye and kim versus taylor a breakup taylor went through and um a feud with katy perry and all this was circulating in the media at the same time. And then Taylor's social media was spammed with snake emojis, which prompted Taylor to delete all of her social media posts. So in her reputation era, she reclaimed the snake and used it a lot in her imagery videos and tour sites. And I think that was her saying, yeah, I thought you could bring me down, but I'm back and I'm better and I am energized. So yeah. shout out of this week is none other than Rosalia. Rosalia is a two-time Grammy Award and 12-time Latin Grammy Award winner. In total she has 14 Grammys. Um, She's explored a fusion of flamenco and other music styles of Spain with her phenomenal vocal ability. Um, Not only is she a singer, she's also heavily involved in the songwriting process and she records and executive produces her stuff. She studied musicology at Catalonia College of Music and graduated with honors. She also is the first Spanish speaking Spanish speaking Spanish singing act in history to be nominated for the best new artist award at the Grimm's. Since her musical style is broad and ever-changing, I'm sure you can find something to like about her discography. So check out her social media and her music in the description box. That's a wrap on taking the seat with Abigail. I'm your host Abigail. Stay tuned for more conversations with me.